This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Frazier, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. So, played last night. Let's take a look at what we did. The players finished the maze out. Basically, there were five, I think, left. They'd done eight, so there were four left. They and they banged through those. It was the lich. They they rolled bad on the lich and got twenty four skeletons. So it was it was a resource intensive fight, which was I mean that's the dungeon before the boss is a resource drain. That's the whole point of having a dungeon. If you are going to defend yourself, if I don't know, the United States is a bad example because i don't know we don't really have a defense do we we have oceans and that's our defense we say oh shit someone's coming to the o over the ocean the aircraft carriers out there so i think that <laughs> that is our defense but if we were going to set up um a structure somewhere in the middle of territory that we thought to be hostile like a castle we don't just put our room there we surround our room by the castle by the walls and by a moat and the defenses as many defenses as we can from that that base so that's what a dungeon is at its core it is a defense mechanism for the boss room basically providing whoever's living there <laughs> defense me mechanism for who's ever living there some dungeons are have multiple factions and those factions all have boss rooms right leader rooms whatever you want to call it and their section of the dungeon is fortified reconstructed to protect those rooms that is, that's a good way to go into a dungeon, thinking of it like that. Tom said last night that the dungeon is out to kill you. That's why it's there. And that, that is why it's there. It's there to protect the room. It's there to kill the players. The dungeon needs to do everything it can to destroy the players. Okay. I think it was Matt Colville who said, when you plan, plan on killing your characters. When you play, help them out as much as you can. So there were some tough, tough, tough decisions last night. Tough options someone tried to use deception against the maze and like i i i couldn't i couldn't find a oh like, come on help me out like some of the other ones uh, someone tried to use slide a slide of hand for pickpocketing somebody but there's nobody around so it, the the skill challenge gets weird in points like that and it, the, the whole point is describing what your character uses to the best ability so someone dumped a lot of resources last night arc dumped a lot of resources into moving to the left let's see where did we start i believe it was the guard room right the second guard room and someone rolled and got a 25 i think so we just hit the green slime and then someone did the lair and rolled bad. So we moved over twice, I think. I want to say there was another one up here that we, I don't think so. Oh, the grove. Yeah. So someone rolled bad on the, the, the lair. So they got a lich with 24 skellies, drained some resources. Then there was, they went into the storage room. Someone spent resources to go backwards on the 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 chart he spent a lot of resources he spent basically eight different resources to push back two squares to get back to the beginning so they met a grove of strange trees and there was an uh, abyssal 
bow, a devil, devil bow, something like that. It is from Creature Codex. Not Creature Codex, sorry. It is from Tome of Beasts. Uh, <laughs> Devil's Bow is what it's called. U-G-H. Devil's Bow, 5th edition. There we go. All right. Let's see. The Lostin sniffed around and was attacked by the tree, grappled and tried to drop into the mouth, but the, the tree's like a CR6, so it was, it was squashed pretty quick. Oh, one thing, I did bump the DC back up to 25, so things were a little harder, and it worked. It, it, it made this feel much more resource intensive than the, the DC 21, because everyone was making DC 21 really easy, and we really just went down the front of this chart. I wanted to make it really difficult. So next time I do this, it, we're gonna stick with that, that high DC. So after the Lich, the Grove of Trees, there was the storage room was last. Oh, the guard room. So that, I think that was the first one. So the guard room, I think some rando played by Sean rolled good on that. So <clears throat> we just uncovered the first one and the green slime. He, he looked up and saw that there was a green slime on the ceiling. And then storage was the last one. And it was perfect. This, this is... I love how things work out. I feel like things just work out. There's this magic with D&D when the dice do what the, the, the narrative is explaining. It's also magical when the dice do opposite of what the narrative is explaining. Because then it, it, uh, it pushes you to think from outside the box. That happened last night as well. <laughs> and this wasn't the dice. This was the player choice. They didn't know though. So the last room is another storage room. And it contains two more pieces of art from the dungeon stash, the treasure hoard of a CR20 creature. And it contained the magical sword, the magical sentient sword. Someone made a content comment, oh great, another sentient weapon for our party. Yeah, another sentient weapon for the party. So I was looking uh, for a maze. I was looking for an enemy. I was looking for a demon specifically. So I started doing some research. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week. Not that I've edited it last week, but I subscribed to, or recently resubscribed to Ian, Ian, Ian World Insider. It's spelled with a five. I'll put a link um, in the description. I should probably, I can, that's right, I can paste links right here into chat, huh? There is that. Here is the Devil Bow. Oops. Five edition or 5e srd it's really cool any ogl content can get put up there for free it's very very cool it's it's dnd beyond for third party basically and it's the third party stuff i use it's frog god it's cobalt press it's there's a couple others on there but yeah it's got all the stuff that i use troll lord i think generally speaking if it's ogl and i use it it ends up being on there i, I think that sometimes i have looked in there and bought books based on that because I do not condone piracy. And and while it's not piracy, I feel guilty using their material without buying the book. I try to stick to what I own when I'm using gray sites, I guess. Yeah. Before D&D Beyond, I would download PDFs for the Watsi books that I owned. 
but I would not download the PDFs of the Watsi books that I did not own. And that's that's morally gray, right? Because I could go out, I could sit here and I could photocopy every single page. I have a scanner right there and it would take me a long time. Actually, my Crystal Strahd book fell apart, so it would, it would have been easy for that as well as the Monster Manual to just scan all the pages in and assemble my own PDF. So yeah, morally gray. It's technically, it's not hurting anybody because I bought the books and there was no way at the time to buy the PDFs. I think I still have the PDFs. I don't think I deleted them. But when D&D Beyond came out, I jumped on that and I, I bought all the core stuff that I use. Let's go ahead and get rid of that. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, the the weapon. Let's see, what, what is the name of that weapon? <clears throat> Up to the top. Storyteller Seeds, is that where it's at? Yes. I need to learn the name of this weapon. I need to practice. Practice, 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 practice. Here we go. Oh man, look at that. Kaleidoscope is what it reminds me of, but uh, claw-eyed, claw-eyed Cardos, claw-eyed Cardos, claw-eyed Cardos, claw-eyed Cardos. So yeah, so I'm looking for uh, a demon. I'm looking for an adversary. I'm looking for a high level. I come across this maze. It's perfect. It's what I told them they were going into a maze, or what I had planned on them going into. I had already set up this this spreadsheet, this chart, organization chart, not organization chart, this uh, maze chart for them to go through. I already I hadn't set it up. I had set the idea in my head that that's what I was going to do. And so I run across this insider article about Scanrafel and his magic sword that is trapped in a maze that always knows where he is. <laughs> so I was like. Wow, that's it can't be more perfect. Things work out. So I snatched that up and unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't care. It's got a sending out sword in it. It's a, it's a pretty badass sword. It is pretty powerful, but the characters are getting pretty powerful. We are pushing tier four here. Uh, someone just hit 16, I think. Yeah, we're pushing tier four. So they're gonna, they're getting, they're getting crazy powerful, right? They took on a CR20 last night and there was, uh, what, six of them? Six of them. Six with CR20. That's, that, there should have been, that should have been a pretty good fight. And it was. It ended up being a good fight. We moved over to a different map here where he was standing here summoning something with the tentacles and eyes and mouths trying to crawl out of this, this portal, which, which ended with it pretty much coming out of the portal and then they were like back on the abyss all of a sudden outside of the maze and the maze entrance is gone i don't i don't think i mentioned that guys the maze entrance is gone so it was a pretty good fight i had some chasmi the uh, flying bug-like demons in here guarding and that was from a random encounter i was just going to have it be one-on-one -on -one duke out but uh, yeah it ended up being a great fight it ended up being a lot of fun there was again with the, the good dice rolls roger was trying his best to push through uh, or push push off the uh, the pedestal he was standing on 
and he i was like oh shit what if he what if he pushes him off into this void here because this is pretty much just a void the, the outer planes have odd mechanics and uh, i can do whatever i want so it was a void so the first one he just like flat out boom resisted it the second one i believe he resisted i'm not sure if it was the second or third that he missed but the the, the third he rolled a one he failed uh, so he was pushed off into the void i was like what am i gonna do and of course i i'm bad about my last minute prep last minute i should be going over the monsters before we start i was fooling around with minecraft last night though so yeah i i, I double checked his stat block he didn't have any major resistance actually he had magical resistance so i should have been rolling because it is a magical effect i should have been rolling advantage whatever that would have saved me but again i'm not paying attention to his stat block but i read that he has these chain attacks that are 100 feet i gave him some damage that i imagined was from the force of his chains being pulled top when he fell and waited till his next round and then he popped back up he pulled the player saw the chains hook and the, the demon pull himself up and launch himself into into, into combat and he landed next to lost in the cat and knocked him back 50 feet boom strength dc 20 i think it was or knocked back 50 feet and this is normally he would hook in with his chains push them back 50 feet and then reel them back towards them and eat them i didn't get to do that i was disappointed in that but whatever it happens i tried the the third round to attack the wizard and the sorcerer because they were both within 100 feet of the sank he was right here and pull them in but it didn't work out that way yeah it was a good combat overall and again the, the dice working out it was beautiful the way everything flows together and the unexpected happens and it makes it makes it more awesome honestly i thought it was uh, pretty cool the players thought it was pretty cool having him launch himself over he the, he was referenced as the hulk right hulk smash because the the attack was called smash and it knocked someone back 50 feet he's causing this earthquake imagine the whole place rumbling as they're fighting and uh, yeah i think i think i need to get more descriptive during my combats and during my scenes i think i could have communicated this earthquake uh, during each scene it did not affect anybody really too much because everybody ended up pretty much flying or running just straight through it but it was it was a pretty cool effect and i think i should have i should have every round the earth is shaking rocks are falling from the ceiling the tentacles are reaching up through the ground trying to grab you or trying to knock you out of the air what do you do the, the dungeon world description kind of thing instead of saying all right it is your turn sombra yeah so i think i'm going to try and work on that and uh, yeah that's what happened and uh, we we discussed magic items we are going to the city of brass next session probably they also have the key to jeb so they may end up going to jeb so i'm gonna have to do some prep some double prep because i'm not exactly sure where they're going i think i'm gonna ask that in discord after i finish recording this and that was it that's what we did i think i'm going to also put a a link somewhere to uh magic item prices or a list somewhere to magic item prices what they will be in the city brass they're going to be super expensive but that is because you can find just about anything i was going to limit it to legendary but i think i'm gonna have legendary available with a huge price tag not just in gold of course you know there'll be something something and they have all those soul coins so i have to have to consider that it can't just be like a one soul for this we're gonna it's gonna be the equivalent of 10 souls 50 souls 100 souls favor kind of thing 
wipe out this army on their plane of existence, that kind of thing. So yeah, next week should be pretty exciting as well. It's going to be a lot. Uh, it's going to be a lot slower pace. There's probably going to be a lot of combat. It's going to be a exploration pillar adventure, exploration and social probably, trying to figure out where things are and what's going on. Yeah, pretty excited, and uh, I'm going to get doing some prep maybe. All right. And uh, yeah, that's all I got for you folks. I should get to editing, but I'm probably going to go on Minecraft and finish building my sailboat. So uh, maybe I'll stream some of That's all the nuggets we've got this week. Show notes available at slackthenerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the link in my show notes, the Anchor FM app or website, or email me at cockatriesnuggets at gmail.com. Check out my new streams on twitch.tv slash jerry247. As always, you can use my blog at Slacker Nerds to get links to my Patreon and all my other socials. Come join my new Discord server. Links in the show notes. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share with your friends or shout out from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out, it's great for me. Thanks for listening.